Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienaker. You know, Wheels, one of the things I didn't think about when we committed to this uh, patron weekly podcast is it means we got to talk to each other a lot more frequently. Mm-hmm. Twice, twice a week. Yeah. Like, it, not, not just the endless, like, electronic chatting, but, like, I got to hear your voice twice a week. I mean, you're lucky. Yeah. I have to hear your voice twice a week. <laughs> Actually, I got to hear yours three times a week because, you know, obviously I listen to Rap every week as well. Yeah, you listen to so. Rap. Yeah, imagine... Would I get mad? Imagine if you started your own podcast. What what would it be about? If with you with him. Like a th- Just in general. I'm giving you free reign. We have a, a network. Uh, Rob's giving you your own podcast. What are, or what's it about? I don't are you like rewatching a TV show? Like what would you talk about? I don't know. I think I'd have listeners submit ideas every week, and I'd put it on some kind of circular device. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. You should you should not start your own podcast. Yeah. We, maybe we'll start a, a third one for the hundred dollar a month patrons. Yeah. Um, it's by the way we I think we just to you know people aren't in the, the the we're doing a beer tournament. I don't think we've mentioned that on the on the free feed yet, right? Yeah. This Saturday night. And you had we are you had one of the. Gr- I'm sorry. I'm I've been told I interrupt a lot on podcast. Oh no no no! I was just, but it sounds like you're about to share things that were shared only for the patron group. In the WhatsApp. No, I, no, I we think can I share can it now. Share. No, we can discuss it now. Yeah, it, it, those people got a sneak preview live as it happened on like Thursday and Friday. But one of the great all-time uh, text threads, uh, you know, in in history happened on Friday. It was just comedy of errors, where, yeah. <laughs> where Chester, I, first he sends a bunch of pics from a wine store. Yeah. Hey, I just bought 32 uh, six-packs. Yeah, brought my kids with beer. me because I'm a good influence. Yeah, and then... Um, and, and, and I, and then, and I know, needed someone the, to push the second card also. So, oh really? Yeah. You sent you sent the bill, which was uh, lower. I think lower than more expected. than our first, lower than expected, but more than than the you know we were losing money on the patron for the Patreon for no, the first month. No, we're not. Uh, yeah, we are. The bill was more than our than than what we got the first month. No, it wasn't. I'm on the patron side right now. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, they're pretty close. They're I, I, pretty close. They're about even. Yeah, they're basically the same. Yeah. and then uh, and then but you get yeah, home but we're, we're not you... charging anybody to come. I I, no, I, th- I was just... worried it was gonna be like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I found so a store I. that was very and cheap. You do stupid things also. Yeah. So, like, you didn't buy the beers I wanted. You went completely against my orders. But I, I've lost Yeah, because all the listeners were on my side. The pe- pe- people, yeah. people in the Patreon. So, for people who aren't patrons and don't know what we're talking about, which is still like 95% of the listeners here, um, we recorded last week on the Patreon side a discussion of what the beers were going to be that were going to be in the beer tournament. And um, the patrons in the patron-only uh, WhatsApp thread were not happy with uh, your selections. And they said that I did not push back hard enough. I sort of caved into to your demands. So uh, I was the one doing the purchasing. So I went to the store. I got 90% of what you wanted, but I uh, did not. You just you didn't buy a couple popular beers like Keystone, Michelob, some top 10, top 12 beers. You don't need to buy that... Keystone and Michelob. The only thing I... Michelob is fine. Michelob. No. The... Some days. You, never... you didn't like those commercials when you were a kid? They were good commercials. Mick Goldman was big. What I would say is I'm slightly interested to know just because the endless advertising during football games, like Bud Light mm-hmm. Platinum versus regular Bud Light. I kind of want to do a taste test of those two against each other. Just yeah. I, you should buy Bud Light Platinum Bud Bud Ice and we could do like a Bud a Budweiser. Yeah, a Bud Light Lime mini bracket at yeah. the at the yeah, all the buds. Maybe we'll do that on a like day when we're not already drinking 32 different beers. I think um yeah, I, can you drink in every round since you don't have to drive anywhere afterwards? <laughs> First of all, fun. nobody's driving. Okay, if anybody who's attending has to have a uh, either an Uber or a Lyft or a designated driver, we can't. Designated driver, yeah, this podcast yeah. cannot be responsible for uh, – I agree. Yeah. I agree. 
more deaths. Yeah. More than um, it's already responsible for. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then, so then you get home, and uh, you, you should post this maybe in the in the 32 Fans Facebook group. The saddest picture I've ever seen, which is just like a bunch of beers on pavement of your driveway, completely smashed to the ground. Yeah, and it looked like way more than it actually was. Like, the actual damage was not that bad. I only had to re- I think you only had to rebuy two, right? Yeah, so I mean, some of them, we don't have a full six-pack, but, like, for example... We didn't need six. Yeah. So the truth is, it's such a wasting thing. Like, if they served three packs, we would have been fine. Certainly with four. Yeah, no, I, obviously, because I'll never waste any food, as is known. So I drank, uh, along with my electricians, and I guess I'm getting ahead of the story, every single thing that... That was, you know, all the spoiled beers were consumed by me over the over the next few hours. So don't worry. In the middle of the day. <laughs> well, I mean, all, all the way through Friday night and Saturday. You know, it's weird because yeah. some of the bottles, like, they weren't, the glass wasn't broken, but there was sort of a hissing. So obviously there was somehow the, the screw, t- the, yeah. the top was a little Not bit loose. Not going to last a week. Yeah, but then I had some of those all the way hissing. into Saturday night, um, and they were still pretty, you know, they weren't flat. So they all worked out mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. So, and I haven't, you know, I hadn't drinking a beer from October of last year for like nine months until like this summer. You went on a diet after the cereal tournament. Yeah, and I think I think the next time I had a beer really was in Minneapolis actually uh, for the Renap trip to Minnesota at the Twins game. Uh, so I, I've had a lot of beer in the last uh, three or four days really, and I'm going to be having a lot more uh, this weekend. And then and then the punchline was oh, you, okay, get, fine, you yeah. shared the beer so, with your so, electricians. So well, so what happened? Yeah. So. What happened is, is I, I open up my trunk, and I would have been there to like catch it as it fell out, because the, the beer was all in like cases. But a a rather large buck deer happened to be walking by, and I was yelling at him to get off my property because Jen likes them, but I hate them because they shit all over the yard. So I was yelling at the deer, and then I turned around and I see all the beer break, and so now I have all these beers that I have to finish because, as I said, they're going to go flat. So my I had two electricians over, and they were like just wrapping up for the day, and so I said, hey, you know, I have all these beers that or I I got to finish because they just got opened. Do you want to have some of them? So they had a bunch of beers with me, and then they pulled out of uh, their truck uh, out of my driveway and smashed into my basketball hoop, my newly installed basketball hoop. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but they fixed it. So all this all well that as well. My wife was not happy. Yeah. I guess, like, if someone's going to smash into your property, it's good to have, like, professional handymen probably. Yeah, is yeah well, I, I, thought, I thought it was unfixable, and I thought, I thought that, you know, ugh. I mean, I knew that the, their, their boss, I knew he would replace it, but it's just an annoying thing that I have to buy a new one, and you know. But actually, they fixed it not 100% of the way, but as I said to the electrician, like, the boss man, I said, look, nobody in this family is going to the NBA. I'm not trying to bust any balls. It's close enough, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, do you know what also broke? In addition to your uh, basketball hoop and a bunch of bottles of beer, what? And a bunch of bottles of beer. Yeah. On my heart, oh. the Jets have broken my heart. The Jets are bad. No, oh, yes. I, there's no hope. I, I like. It's a good thing you're flying about... half around the world to watch our game this week. No, I mean that's not why I'm flying. Yeah. No, you're coming for the beer I tournament. Go, I should and go there far, What's to be the furthest Jets. place away from from the Meadowlands? I don't know. That's where I should go. Yeah. By the way, you should almost sleep over at my house Sunday night because I'm much closer to the stadium than you are. You're going to go back, I assume, Saturday night. It's not a bad idea. The only thing is I did think about it. Really, I should stay for a Shabbat. Yeah. I'm like, nobody wants me at my house. I mean, you're Uh, more than welcome. We have a a busy weekend plan, but you're more than welcome to join us. But the the thing is that, like. (laughs) We'll see how Dr. Jed feels about that. I'm going to. Yeah, that's like you're inviting me. I don't think think that's going to get the same. No, I tell you, my wife loves all guests because she likes to show off the guest room and the little cart she has with snacks and all that crap. My. my, what's because I'm going to see my grandfather, but I'm not seeing him. I'm just seeing him that day. I feel like the long we have to drive like an hour and a half because he lives far away from the stadium. Like the hour and a half drive, like at least we're in the car together. That's like spending time. Yeah. Whereas if they just pick me up close to the stadium, then I'm barely seeing him. Yeah, so and old people do like uh, long drives. It's not a crazy idea, honestly. But uh, uh, no, he doesn't mind. He doesn't. Have, he doesn't drive anymore. But he likes. He is a front seat driver, and he has been for many years. Yeah. He is, my dad's done the same drive since like 1982 uh, to to the Meadowlands, and he's still or whatever whenever the Jets moved out of Shea Stadium, the mid 80s, and uh, and he still assumes my dad is unaware what state this the stadium is in. Um, anyway, so I, I like there's not the Jets have nothing left. There's no core. There is nothing to them. Like Darnold. Get so you're completely him. done on Darnold. I'm not done on him, but if they have a top three pick, they have to consider taking quarterback. And if they get the first pick, which would probably yeah. entail like losing again to the Bengals and Dolphins and Giants this week and a bunch of other teams. Like, is anybody on earth taking Darnold over Tua, even if you think Darnold is really good? Like, even if Darnold becomes Andy Dalton. Like, Andy Dalton lost his job playing a billion times better than Darnold did with the worst offensive line. I know every Jets fan is thinking, like, well, the Jets have a historically bad offensive line. No, the Jets have, like, an ordinary bottom five offensive line. The Bengals have an historically bad offensive line. Joe Mixon was, like, 100 carries for 80 yards. 
the so I don't I don't think Darnold is shot and that he is useless. I think that there is a chance that they will have an opportunity to draft a better quarterback than Sam Darnold in the fir- with the first one of the first few picks of the draft. Now let's say and, you're the the GM of the Jets, which is not impossible mm-hmm. given the way things are going. Sure, sure. All right, it's possible. Uh, you start uh, cold calling other GMs around the league and offering a quarterback for quarterback swap. Tell me which ones of these you're willing to do. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. I, you you really need a neutral person to to wow. answer that question. I was expecting an immediate no. Well, I mean, ultimately, I would I, I like I think there's more throwing upside with Darnold, but I mean, Allen has so much of a better coach, so much of a better line. Yeah. I mean, Gase is so bad; it's it's astonishing. Yeah. I don't know how he won seven games with the with the Dolphins last year. Now they lost like nine blowouts. They were they were a four and twelve team that won seven and nine, but still. Yeah. So, I mean, so they haven't been competitive against Miami and Jacksonville the last two weeks. So, so are you are, are you making that trade or no? If the Bills say yes, are you saying yes? No, I'm saying no. You're saying no. All right. What about Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, he's better than Brissett. I think Brissett's really not so good. Oh, oh, oh wow! You've because uh, Brissett's been a very, uh, very he's a game manager, but there's no upside, and he's much older. All right. Okay. Fine. What about uh, Minshew? No, he's a better. little ex- a little exposed in London. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what about um, you? Can get a two for one. You can get both Mariota and Tannehill. Honestly, Tannehill might be better. I'm not taking other than, but Tannehill might be better. Tannehill's okay. been playing real well. All right. Uh, Derek Carr? No. And also the age thing. Dar- Darnold's still the youngest quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Is he younger than Lamar? Oh, yeah. Much younger. Oh, Darnold's okay. the, Darnold, no, they, okay. they were rookies last year, and Darnold was the youngest rookie QB ever. Okay. Uh, Danny Dimes, obviously, you're not taking. All right. No, but it's, po- it's certainly possible he's oh, better. Okay. Um, and let me see who else. Uh, Trubisky, you said last week you definitely wouldn't. Are you still... Still holding by that? No, Trubisky sucks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's not even starting quarterback. You should ask me, Chase Daniels. Yeah. Well, all right. What about what about Kyle Allen? Did they announce Chase Daniels playing this week? What about Brandon Allen? No, no, no. no. I'm just saying. Oh, like, the, yeah. you know, Trubisky is not. Yeah, I skipped over Brandon Allen and um and uh, the guy starting for the Bengals this week because nobody we don't know. Josh Allen, Kyle. What about a three? Josh yeah. Allen, Brent, Brandon Allen, Kyle Allen. Yeah, uh, a three way combo it's of like Allen. The Mats, it's yeah. like the Mats. It's like the Mats in Atlanta. Yeah. You know that the, the the Falcons, in addition to all their Matt QBs, have had two punters named Matt this season also. Well, Matt Bryant, who's the other one? No, oh, two he's punters. a kicker. He's a not kicker. just kickers. They had a kicker. Wait, their punter? Who's their punter? They're, they're I, they're on one of them was Bosher. They're on their fifth oh, punter. Okay, two of oh, the I cut punters have been named Matt. A lot they're of a lot of Matt's photo. By the way, your Matt tournament can't be sixty four. It's got to be like three fifty six. Oh, another by the way, my son Aaron. No, the is, Matt tournament is is not. I don't think it's going to be a bracket. Oh. Uh, we haven't discussed on the podcast. I think it's going to be like uh, weighted like rankings. Like you say the first one and he's in first place, and then and then it's like Matt Ryan, and we decide if Matt Ryan's better than Matt LeBlanc. You know, yeah, my son, higher or lower. My son, Eras, by the way, might be a future Akiva because I walked by his room last night after he was sleeping. Yeah. And this is what I overheard. No, this is what. Well, no, but this is what what I overheard. 6,428, 256, 512, 1024. Oh, my God. I have no idea why. He doesn't even know what March Madness is. That's great. So, why would yeah, he? Be, why would he be doubling that number in particular? I guess mean, he's that, just. What do you mean that? Right, number? I guess that is one. the double. Yeah, he's yeah, numbering. He's true. doubling one and then two. Like, yeah, yeah, no, but why do you say March Madness? He, well, you're saying he started from 64. No, no, but uh, I guess no. you're working by. I, I, okay. Well, I, I assume he started at one. Yeah, no, okay, I'm sure yeah, he can start yeah, at 64. Yeah, did. yeah, I, I just walked by and heard him double. How high did he get? Because if he, I don't know if he's going to be up when I get to your house on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, you can. I will. I will take him on. Yeah. How old is he? He's six. He's six. Yeah. He's into like nerd stuff. Like the last time I saw him, he was like, uh, we were at we were at the uh, we were at lunch together, and he was like reading something about science. He was like really into some science or space thing. Yeah, he was into space. But I mean, most little kids are into space at some point. My kids are not into space. They're into chicks. No, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your kids are cool. All right. Okay, so let's uh, let's get started here. I think we're going to discuss um, the top 16 coaches. This has been promised for like three weeks. It was interrupted yeah. by vomit and various other distractions. Uh-huh. But we're finally here. We're going to discuss that. And you actually decided to make your own ranking as well, right? I have the top 16 coaches. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, we don't care about your bottom 16. Too late for those. All right. Uh, do we need to discuss um, anything about – oh, week nine, by the way. So we had four disagreements last week, and I won all four because the home game, the home teams won every single game uh, yesterday. Obviously, Jacksonville and Houston didn't really have a home team, but uh, every other game, the home team won, and that was good for me, bad for you. So I went ten and three on the week. We both have the Cowboys, obviously tonight. You went six and seven. So on the season, I'm not one game better than you, but you're one week better than me because uh, we count by weeks, not by wins. Um, and what else do we have to discuss? All right, so why don't we just just jump into our coaches, and we'll use that as a rubric to uh, talk about the week ten games as well. All right. Okay. Yep. 
All right. So uh, number 16 for me is Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, what about you? Where do you uh, have Vrabel? I actually don't have Vrabel in my 16. Oh, he's out of your 16. Okay, fine. Uh, but he would, ripe, he would probably be in the 17-18 range. Yeah. I have no problems with Vrabel. He certainly could – like, he's done a lot with not so much, like, the Tannehill thing. You know, listen, he's better coached than Adam Gase, right? Because uh, he's gotten something out of them that, that – Yeah, uh, on the other that, hand, it's hard. When you take over a 9-7 and seven team and then they're still 9-7, and seven, I'm not sure, you know, how much value you've added. It's a little bit hard to mm-hmm. tell. But I think, I think yeah. he's a fine coach. Um, wh- who do you have in your top 16 that I already discussed previously? Or do you not remember? Weird. What? This is weird. My, my list, which was like – it was uh, an email to myself. Mm-hmm. Has disappeared. <laughs> My uh, list is gone. I'm doubting that it ever existed. No, right. I I literally just spent time making a, a list one to sixteen, and now it's not. A, you ever? Ha- I've never had something like disappear from my drafts before. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that. Uh, um, anyway, um, what else was I, I going to say to you? Oh, my, um, by the way, your billion dollar bet last week uh, did not pay off, unfortunately for you, and you also got eliminated from our uh, Pick'em Survivor. You uh, put a billion dollars on Seattle to cover. I'm down to two billion dollars. Yeah, you're down to two. I'm. Uh, I'm still even at zero billion because I, mm-hmm. I went up and then went down. Um, all right, th- so this week Tennessee's hosting Kansas City. Now I've mentioned on this pod that before the season when I predicted every game, I predicted this would be the game in which the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs would have their first loss to drop to nine and one, and that's assuming Mahomes was playing. Now I think Mahomes is probably not playing. They're talking about it, but it just it doesn't make sense to me why he would play because the buys mm-hmm. the following week they can probably be Tennessee anyways. And again, even if they don't, like this is a division where they're very very safe. You know, uh, they're probably yeah, not going to get the one seed or maybe even the two seed, but you know, but they're but they're going to be they're going to win the division and I'd rather have a 100% healthy Mahomes playing in the wild card round than risk his injury just so I can get a bye instead of, you know, Baltimore or whatever. No, I agree. Mahomes Mahomes uh, health yeah. has, has to be now, much but y- more important. Now, you had Kansas City, you would guess that they were 7.5 point favorites. So I assume that you assumed that Mahomes was playing, right? Yeah, I, my assumption was that is that at least it's a 50-50 scenario like the Matt Ryan situation 2 weeks ago. Yeah. Where they're hedging, sort yeah. of. I mean, it's, it's, so these games, like the indie game, these games should almost be off until you know who the quarterback is. Yeah, well, they, now, you mean, could argue the difference are, between Brissett and, and Hoyer is negligible enough that, that like, that's only going to move a point. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to give these points. Because, I'm going to take the points. Excuse me. I'm not sure if I'm going to still hold Tennessee to win. I'm going to pick Kansas City to win, I think, because uh, Tennessee is just a little worse than I thought. But mm-hmm. um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these points because I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, no, I think Kansas City's going to win. Yeah. All right. No billion-dollar bets here? No, right. no billion-dollar bet. All right. So, number f- okay, so you, who's your number 16 on your coach's rank? Okay, so I, I'm redoing it now as we speak because oh. it literally just disappeared. Uh, you lost your list. Okay, yeah. I'm, I, I, don't, I just made it like 20 minutes ago. But my 16 was Anthony Lynn. All that right. I remember. Yeah, so I had him down at 22. I guess this is a recency bias because they won a game against the Packers on Sunday. Actually, Lynn was 15. Marone was 16. Sorry. Okay. All right. So Marone is 15 for me, so I guess we'll talk about him now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, Jacksonville on a bye, coming back from London. Um, I'm not sure. Would I rather have Marone than Vrabel? I mean, they're one spot apart, so it's not a big difference, but I think we'll know by the end of the year. And Marone might not come back if uh, this team bottoms out and goes like 6-10, and 10, right? Marone is weird that he like sort of wins everywhere but doesn't really yeah. like, set up shop and doesn't stay, but he's a good coach. Well, he won by losing in Buffalo. Mar- I think Marone's sort of like ultimate thing is like to go to the MAC, to go to like a low level, and then he'll just win every game in like Conference USA or the MAC in college. Yeah, you football. know what you call that? You call that somebody who's not a great NFL head coach. Okay, but he's a very good coach. Oh. Like most NFL, I don't know like what that means. Lovey Smith didn't go to college and start winning. You know. Yeah. Um, all right. So you still haven't told me who did you have? Oh, oh yeah, you did. You said you had Anthony Lynn, who I did not mm-hmm. have in my top sixteen. Fine. Yeah. All right. Um, you want to talk about the Chargers right now? Chargers are playing Oakland on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, we were laughing about... All of a sudden, a very important game. The winner of this game, you know, could be in a driver's seat for the sixth spot. Not the driver's seat, but they're very much in competition. We we were laughing about the fifth and sixth seeds in the AFC and talking about, like, you know, who's going to get, like, you know, Buffalo and Houston and and what's the ESPN game going to be. And now, like, the old reliables, the Steelers and the Chargers, who, like, basically in this era can never be bad, especially the Steelers. Like, it's almost impossible for for this team to have one bad year. Are you know are prob- you know especially with the Jaguars losing, they're fighting for for the wild cards. Like this, between the Steelers and the Jaguars, there's a good chance one of those teams makes the playoffs. Mm, there's like a twenty percent chance, I'd say. Between the two of them, yeah, you still have the Colts above them. You still mm-hmm. have the Raiders. I mean, the Colts above might be playing Brian Hoyer a quarterback every. You week. just said there's no difference between Hoyer and Brissett. 
Yeah, Brissett's not that good though. Yeah, I mean, Brissett's been a top. I 10 mean, the truth is year. they play they play the Steelers completely even without their starting quarterback. Yeah, they were on so their third quarterback. Although the Steelers were also on their second quarterback, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and they could have and should have and would have won that game if their kicker hadn't missed yet another field goal. Yeah, I mean, you're like throwing like dirt on the Colts. They're five and three, and they should be seven and one, right? They should have beat the Chargers. And they should have beaten the Steelers. No, the Colts so. are good, but uh, like someone can still make the playoffs instead of the Bills if the Colts make it, or the Texans well, could collapse if Watson. Well, the, leaves the Colts and the, the Texans are both going to. The Colts and the Texans are both probably making it at least as of right now. The Bills yeah. are already six and two. It's going to be very hard for them not to go nine and seven. Yeah, that is true. I mean, look at their schedule. They still got to play the Jets again. They still got to play the Dolphins again. Yep. Yeah. The, it's bi- the Bills. Be hard. The Bills aren't good, but they're almost certainly going to get to nine wins. Um, all right, uh, the Bills are basically what I thought the 49ers were a month ago until I was proven wrong. All right, so Chargers at Oakland. Uh, Oakland uh, not getting a lot of respect, only a one-point favorite at home. I don't know if this is a billion dollars, but I'm definitely picking Oakland here. And I can't believe I'm saying this. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they, they can beat, like, you know, they just beat the Lions last week. All these teams that are sort of the mediocre, like, middle-of-the-pack teams, like the, like the Lions and, and the Chargers, the, the, the Raiders can beat those teams. Yeah, no, the Raiders are fine. Um, what's the line? It's one point. Yeah, I like Oakland here. If it was three or four, I would. Go I think the other I nailed way, this line I think also, it's a right? I had this. Yeah, you I got this. I had this line exact. You nailed this one. Yeah, you nailed each of the first uh, what two games, three games, and I thought you were going to beat me this week, but I came back to uh to beat you. No, I had some big misses as usual. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. So, uh, the number fourteen coach for me is the aforementioned Buffalo Bills coach Sean McDermott. Yeah, he's my fourteen also. Oh, okay. So a lot in common there. Uh, Buffalo at Cleveland. These are two teams that are probably about even, which I guess is why Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, even though one is six and two and one is two and six. Now, part of that is schedule. Part of that is is coaching. McDermott, as we say, is a you know a middle of the pack coach, and um, Freddie Kitchens is a uh, middle of, of of the pack of you know conference USA coaches or something. Um, Buffalo at Cleveland, two and a half points. I, I gun to my head, I think Cleveland wins, but that's a lot of points for a two and six team. Um, yeah, I like Buffalo to win this game. It just feels like Cleveland's collapsing. All right, okay, so you're going to pick Buffalo. I am going to pick Cleveland, so um, we have our first disagreement uh, there. I mean, there's there are certain things you can tell that something is incredibly amiss. And if one of them is, like, a guy who is clearly in his prime who was great last year not doing anything, like, the fact that they, like, that the freaking Giants with Eli Manning still had no problem getting Eli the ball, uh, getting Odell the ball every week. Yeah. And the, the Browns it's are a, It's impossible doing to it. understand. I mean, I remember, yeah. I think uh, Matthew Barry, I don't know if he's in your match tournament, I think he said in the preseason that it was in the realm of possibility. He wasn't predicting, but he was saying it was possible that Odell Beckham Jr. this year would have the greatest season in the history of uh, the wide receiver position in the National Football League. Yeah, I mean... Now that's that obviously an insane tr- thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But means you can't miss a game. Yeah, but I mean, but you would have said, okay, he's going to have 90 catches and 1,300 yards. Mm-hmm. Sure. But yeah, and uh, he doesn't seem like that's very likely. All right, number 13, we go to the NFC's version of the Bills, and that's the Chicago Bears. Matt Nagy, yeah. now last year he was definitely top 10. By the end of this year, he might not even be top 20. It's just very hard to grade him because it, I, I, you have to think Trubisky's so bad that I don't think anybody could do anything with him. And No, but just uh, the way that he reacts, he, the mental breakdown he's had around kickers is very unattractive yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not impressed with him. Detroit at Chicago is a three-point line. I don't know who would have guessed that. So those teams are basically even... I'm going to pick the Bears because, I mean, the Bears have to win. If the Bears lose this game, uh, you know, I think Simmons called this a loser leaves town match, but it really is, even more than the Chargers-Raiders game. Because in the NFC, if you lose this game and you got five losses, your season's done. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Anyway, Nagy's also my 13th, so we are... Well, okay, so we're step. completely in simpatico here. All right, I, yeah. I'm going to take, take the uh, the Bears to win at home, though. I'm not sure about the spread. I think it's, it could be a close game. I, I guess I would give the points, but uh, it's, there's no billion dollars on the line just yet for me. All right, I'll take the Bears also. All right, okay. Uh, number 12. Should we say it at the same time, see if we are, are again, simpatico? Yeah, we could do that. All right. Three, two, one. Ron, Ron Rivera. Rivera. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I'm uh, just shocked that we actually said it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Ron Rivera. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is uh, To me, he can't be any lower or higher because everyone above him is clearly better, except we probably have some, like, absolute disagreements, me and you, but um, – if he are good, like if Ron Rivera is your coach, it's like Jay Cutler on his best day. You can't upgrade because there's nobody out there who's necessarily better. But uh, you know, you're never going to no, have one. But of the Jay best Cutler guys. was never the twelfth best quarterback in the league. I so, think in his best year he was. No, so I would. I mean, he was better in Denver than he ever was in Chicago, and I don't think he was that. Check. Check if he was the twelfth best. I bet he had a year where he was one, a top twelve. Right, let's go to uh, Alex's videotape. Um, yeah, but to me, Ron Rivera is better than that. It's just that. 
you know, they've been alternating good season, bad season, good season, bad season. And I sort of predicted before the season, and it was purely a prediction. It was not based on any inside information. But I was predicting that I thought that this would be his last year in Carolina. Now, they're five and three. If they can, I, I just, I don't see. It's going to be very hard for them to make the playoffs. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do you blame him if they go nine and seven and miss, or somehow ten and six and miss? Do I, or does does his owner? You know. Well, I don't care what you do. Does yeah. the GM and the owner blame? I just, I just think that this is an owner who wants to hire his own guy. I really think that. And he took over a team that had just been to the Super Bowl and hasn't got close to there yet. So, all right, by the way, we're, so we're looking at Jay Cutler. Uh, his highest rank on the Bears was, uh, was 17. Not great. Um, all right, now we're in Denver. And in Denver he was, oh, yeah, in his uh, 2008, his last season in Denver, I had him as the number seven quarterback in the league. Yeah, there's no and, two, and in two thousand seven, in two thousand seven, I had him as the number twelve quarterback in the league. So yeah, that there's a reason why the Bears traded for him because they thought they were getting a top ten quarterback. He was young, and you know, and uh, it obviously did not turn out to be that way for them. So um, yeah, w- I was talking to uh, our mutual friend Josh Cantor, mm-hmm. and he Where's was compl- he gone. Where's he gone? What do you mean? Yeah, he's not as active as he used to be in our uh, in our chatting, has he? So he was complaining about the fact that he's been a Bears fan for 35 years. They've never had a good quarterback, ever, yep. he says to I me. I feel the same way, except for Vinny Testaverde in 1998. Yeah, so Eric, Eric, Eric Kramer in 1995, that was a weird year where the best four quarterbacks in the league were, were all in the NFC uh, Central, as it was called then. It was the, the Vikings, the Lions, well, Favre was number one, and then, but the Vikings, Lions, um, Bears with uh, Kramer, and the Vikings with Moon, uh, and the Lions had, uh, who they have, Scott Mitchell. I think those were like the four best quarterbacks that year. Um, so he had Eric Kramer in 1995. That's the only time since 1992 that the Bears had a quarterback even in the top half of the league. Until last year, I attributes get 14, so just barely in the top half. Um, so it's really incredible that for, for three-plus decades how bad the Bears quarterbacks have been, especially because they haven't been like always such a bad team overall. It's just uh, they've been really bad at, uh, at, you know, at that one very important position. Okay, fine. So, that's, um, so we, we both agree with number 12. Carolina Panthers this week, uh, what, what's your pick? They're going to Green Bay. Five-and-a-half-point underdogs. Five-and-a-half points, which, by the way, home teams are never favored by five-and-a-half. Uh, I was convinced when Bill Simmons said this one that, that he got it exactly on the nose that he was cheating, but then I ended up beating him, so maybe not. Jeez. Um, I almost – it's yeah. kind of a stay away to me because uh, Green Bay looked not great last week. Uh, Kyle Allen. Green Bay has secretly been not looking – other than, you know, obviously they looked very good against the Cowboys and they looked good against the Raiders, but the Raiders stink. They haven't been look good, look, been looking good in a lot of their wins. They've gotten very lucky. They got very lucky to beat Detroit, obviously. They got pretty lucky to beat the Vikings. Uh, you know, they, they really no-showed against the Chargers last week, so uh, which was hard to understand. So I'm, I'm going to take the Packers to win this game, but, yeah, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm giving five and a half points. No, I'm splitting the baby. Packers the win, but Panthers the cover. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, number 11, should we get greedy here? And try this uh, thing again. Yeah, let's try it. I don't think no, it's no. We're, we def- we definitely don't have the same court guy, so I'm not even gonna waste my time. Who's your no? Let's 11? do it. One. Okay, fine. Two, three. Frank Kyle Ryan. Shanahan. Yeah. Oh, okay, I have Shanahan a little higher. Yeah. So Shanahan to me, I just do you not I have. Need... Do you have do you have Reich outside your sixteen? No. Way to listen to the last two weeks. Okay, of podcast. fine. I have I have Reich way higher because he's done more with less, in my opinion. Yeah. No, you could make a case that Reich should be super yeah. high, but. You know, everyone ahead of him has. And also, this more. is Reich's only second year, but in his first year, he succeeded where Shanahan last year. And granted, they lost Garoppolo in week one, but Shanahan last year sucked. And also, and I don't know whether it's him. I don't think he sucked. He turned uh, UDFA oh. into, like, a useful quarterback. Yeah, well, but, but I don't know if it's him or John Lynch who you blame, but they're, like, I- incredible investment in mediocre running backs. Like, Jarek McKinnon just didn't make any sense. I didn't yeah. understand what, what But what their that. incredible investment in mediocre receivers this year has somehow paid off. Uh, yeah, and the well, running backs list here. I mean, you know, Breda, I believe, was also UDFA, right? Yeah. And and uh, you know, this is a team without McKinnon and now without Yuschik, and and they still have multiple guys who are who are running wild. Yeah. Um. I I I, I like him. I have him at number eleven. I just I need to see a little bit more. You know, let, let a coach make the playoffs before they crack in my top That's ten. Fair. How about that? I think you had Dan Quinn like number five in our first season of doing this, and then he went to the Super Bowl and you looked good. And uh, yeah, well, I've Shannon eight, which is a little aggressive, but if I was a if I was a GM, I would hire Shanahan ahead of 9, 10, 11. The truth is it's a little unfair because I'd hire Reich ahead of the two older guys that I'm about to say. Yeah, well, it's like having you know a young quarterback versus a veteran quarterback. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so, so Shanahan, though, this week, San Francisco, Monday Night Football against Seattle. Uh, a very good game. San Francisco getting a lot of respect. Six and a half point favorites. Too many points. I really like the Seahawks here. All right. Um, how how much I don't you know like if it? I've got a billion on it, but we, you, okay. can, you know, think back at the end of the uh, – 
But do you think Seattle can go into San Francisco and win? They definitely can. I mean, six and a half is too high. I think I predicted three and a half, which was a little low, but six and a half is way too high. Yeah, I got this one. I said six, but Sal said three also, so he's closer to you. Um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, take the points, but I'm gonna pick San Francisco to win. Uh, yeah, Niners to win, Seahawks to cover, six and a half. All right. uh, So number eleven, you said you have Frank Reich. I have him all the way up at number six. Uh, I just I've been really impressed with him. I think that he's done. You know, you always used to say how the Colts were nothing from two to fifty-two. That's obviously not true anymore. Mm -hmm. But nevertheless, he's he's been really successful with whoever he's been given, basically. Um, And so this week he might be on his third quarterback, an aging Brian Hoyer, at home against the Dolphins. Uh, I don't care. I'm uh, well. I don't know. I, I'm not positive actually that I'm going to give the points because Miami has been scoring since Vince Patrick took over. Yeah, uh, Fitz played really well. Yeah, uh, although India has a good defense. I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm not putting a billion dollars here, and I'm obviously taking the Colts to win. So I'll worry about the spread later. Okay. Same here. All right. Okay. Uh, number ten for me is Mike Tomlin, the lowest I think we've ever had him, or I've ever had him. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say we. I've got Tomlin at six. I think he's doing a great job this year. He lost his quarterback. Uh, you see, you know, uh, Bell. I don't want to throw Bell under the bus because he's actually been a grown-up, although he might be out for the year. I mean, he just uh, he, they just announced he's having an MRI that they didn't know about during the Wait, game. Wait, which Bell? Le'Veon Bell. On the Jets? I think there's a good yeah, – I mean, if you're 1-7 oh, and you go for an Wait, MRI, you miss the rest Wait. of the year. Wait, what team are we talking about right now? Mike Tomlin. Yeah, he's the coach of the Steelers. I understand. My point is you appreciate his handling of Bell and Brown more now that they're gone. I mean, he kept oh. Antonio and Brown in line for years. Uh, you know, Bell, uh, same thing. I, I, I think, like, he's a grown-up, and you'd want him as your coach for 30 years, which the Steelers apparently, you know, seem to want him at. So I have Tomlin at six. Yeah, this is not great for me because I own uh, Le'Veon Bell in fantasy. So, and I turned out a bunch of trades for him last week. Uh, listen, if the Jets were if the Jets were 7-1, Max, I'm sure he'd miss a week. But at 1-7, and seven, and Bell, you know, has been running out before the media has gotten there like a bunch of weeks in a row. Uh, and he was the last man on the ship who actually like, believed. And now he's, let's see, Gase declined to speculate on the severity. He got up limping with 12 minutes to go but remained in the game. Well, Gase didn't even know until Bell didn't show up at the meeting. So, yeah, yep. who knows what's going on there. Yeah, so you're giving Tomlin credit for controlling these guys who now seem a little ornery. And, and you know, taking a third-string quarterback and now their backup quarterback. And really third and fourth string because they traded their backup when Roethlisberger was healthy. Um, to uh, Who they traded him to? Jacksonville. For, uh, you know, I mean, Tomlin is, wins with no matter who he has. Tomlin's great. Yeah, okay. Um, I just, his in-game management is, is so poor. And even though I think that he does, you know, obviously You know how infrequently, like, like, it really comes up? It only comes up for good teams. You don't notice it on the bad coaches because um, they barely play I disagree. close games. I mean, Warren Sharp complains about it uh, nonstop every single week. Okay, I'd rather so. have, I understand. Listen, it's my pet peeve just like it's yours, but I'd rather have a coach who's good at everything else but then makes... Most of the other coaches are bad at it, too, so if he's a little more aggressive so you notice it, who cares? All right. Uh, Rams go to Pittsburgh this week. I, I'm definitely taking the Rams, and I think that four points is too little. We're getting a little too excited because Pittsburgh you know, beat a third-string quarterback. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you both ways. All right. Billion dollars or no? No. no not trying to bait you. you. All right. Number nine, I have another coach who's uh, headed in the wrong direction at the moment. It's uh, Doug Peterson. So I have Peterson 10, Zimmer 9. Oh, Okay. All right, so Peterson. Okay, so let's discuss. And Peterson you can make right a case now. it should be Reich nine, Peterson ten, Zimmer eleven. You could probably flip flip uh, Reich yeah. and Zimmer. All right, Philly's on a bye this week. Uh, you know the thing with the Vikings is like what so happened. Talking, okay, let's talk about one team at a time. We're talking about Philly. We're okay. We're talking about I Doug to Peterson. Talk about Philly. You just said they're on a bye. There's nothing to talk about. We're not talking about their coach. Okay, fine. So you have Zimmer at eight. You said nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I so, mean, I, I it. It always seems to me like the players don't really like him. Like, not that they hate him, just he's like too much of a nerd. He he seems in a way to be like the least relatable coach in the league, certainly of the good coaches. But he gets results. Like he really Bill knows. Belichick. <laughs> Belichick is relatable because he's so successful. All right. It, I mean, I I think I think Z- Zimmer tells it like it is in a very very explicit manner, including I can't imagine like players, but I can't I can't imagine like Edelman and Nikhil Harry like can hang out and have a beer with Belichick, you know, I don't, yeah. but well, we know Edelman can't cause he can't even take, you know, naked hot tubs with him. So, but I, but I, I on the other hand, like I, I, I what's it called? Like, I don't you know. know. They, Zim- they respect. I, th- I, th- I think Zimmer has always done well. You know, he's, again, yeah, he he's wins. That's he, why he's he at literally nine, has, even though. Yeah. Well, I have him at five. He literally has the best record against the spread of any coach in the history of the NFL, which means, you know, he, he does well with what he's given. Um, he, 
I th- I think that he's you know he obviously he's had he's had some very bad luck with injuries over you know especially at quarterback now that now they have a healthy quarterback finally I just I've they had a very annoying frustrating loss yesterday basically they lost because of an extra point I mean it was a bunch of other stuff but if not for an extra point being missed the Chiefs had a fourth and twenty seven with like two minutes to go in the game and obviously they're not going to convert that the game would have been over but because they were only down three instead of four they could try a fifty five yard field goal which of course they hit. Mm-hmm. And then the Vikings uh, went three and out, and then they got the ball back, and then they hit another 45-yard field goal as time expired to win. So uh, annoying way to lose a game. Uh, Could have caught up on the Packers, who had lost as well. So that was very frustrating. And uh, I still I, – I, I, I honestly don't think this Vikings team is going to make the playoffs. It's going to be annoying. They're going to go 10-6, and six, but I just I think they're going to miss it because of a tiebreaker because of Seattle. But if they prove me wrong, if they beat the Cowboys next week, then um, then I'll reverse that. So Vikings at Cowboys, three-point spread in Dallas, Sunday night football. What's What's your pick here? First of all, I think like someone will lose a quarterback or something. No, I, ten and six teams are, don't miss the playoffs. That's not happening this year. All right, I hope you're right. And by the way, like we talked about the NFC superiority of the AFC. Well, the NFC North, which is supposedly one of the best divisions in football, just got swept yesterday, primarily yeah, by the a, by the AFC West and the Eagles. You know, if yeah. you move the a- Eagles in instead of the Broncos. Yes. So let's not go too crazy with ten and six. You know, the the Viking, the Lions in last place at eight and eight. I don't think it's happening anymore. Eight seven and one or whatever. Yeah, lines are gonna go like six nine and one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Vikings at Dallas. So what's your pick in that game? I like Minnesota to win. Yeah, yeah. You picked them last week to be Kansas City, and I mean, and they probably should have. I've also become spoiled with the Vikings this year because they've in every game they've, especially in the second half, they've just sort of like really sort of taken over. And so all game long they were sort of playing a little slow and not as well as they should, and they gave up that ninety-one yard score. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. They're still gonna win. They're still gonna win. They're still gonna win. And then all of a sudden the game ended and they lost. So. Um, I, I feel the same way this week about the Cowboys. I think they're better than the Cowboys. If they were in Minnesota, I would definitely pick them. I'm going to take the points because I think it'll be a toss-up, but I'm going to pick Dallas to win at home. So that's our second disagreement. I'm taking the home team again. Um, all right, so that was number nine for you, Zimmer. I have them all up at number five. Number eight for me is Sean McVay. Well, I mean, Timothy McVay. Like, what does that mean, Sean McVay at eight? That's you think there's seven better coaches than Sean McVay? Because he yeah, like lost the game or two this year with a quarterback no. who's probably not so good. Since the Super Bowl, what has he done to impress? Honestly, who they cares? have more talent on that's, the roster than that's anybody. Eight games, they don't. That's oh, not true. Eight games. Well, his, they don't. So I mean, not they their come defense. On, look, they have the best defensive player in the world. Okay, but that you know that that doesn't mean the whole defense is is going to be dominant just because Aaron Donald's good. Yeah, well, they're not because they gave up fifty-five they're points. Ta- at home the, re- to the, the main, the number one reason why they've struggled this year is because their tackles, one of whom is thirty-eight, are playing abysmally. I don't know how well, you could fix that. In the middle I think of the one. Season. I think one difference we have about coaches um, is because over I, the years I, that we've done I, yeah, this, I know, I know, is that, I know, is that is that when there's when there's a new coach who has immediate success, you vault yeah. them right to the top, like three. Sean McVay, immediate success. He's never lost in his life, and he was in the Super Bowl last year. And yeah, I know. I, 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 so I you're know. going – to you, this is why you always have Andy Reid so high. And I've – you know, certainly you, you were right. His, you know, history will be kind to your opinions about Andy Reid versus mine. But, I mean, you're a completely Lifetime Achievement Award. No, I'm you not need a like twelve good award. years before you could even crack <laughs> Chester's top ten. This is absurd. There's seven coach, coaches you'd rather have before Sean McVay. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, Makes I, no sense. I would. I would rather. Uh, I would rather have the seven coaches I have on my list. Yes, I would. Now, again, five years from now, maybe I'll feel differently. But I Nobody need to see Sean McVay. I need to see Sean McVay succeed a little more, right? Uh huh. He, he had he had a good year and then he had a bad year. And and you look at a guy like um you know a more, an extreme example. But Dan Quinn was the same way. Dan Quinn took his team to the Super Bowl. Was a lot more impressive in the Super Bowl than Sean McVay was. And then, and then what happened after that? It's it's completely fallen apart. So mm-hmm. I just don't think you can, you know, a coach, especially we we don't know necessarily watching the games on TV how much of an influence a coach has. Mm-hmm. And so I think you need a little bit of a larger sample size to really judge, you know, how how much of, how different is this team fundamentally from who they were before, and ultimately how much credit can we give them? So in year one, it looked like Sean McVay deserved all the credit in the world, and I had him in the top five just like everybody else. But year two, he hasn't been as good. I still this number is his eight. third year. What are you talking about? Okay, year three, excuse me, yeah. He, so he, he hasn't been 11 as good. 11-5, and 13-3, 5-3. Three, and three. What else is he supposed to okay. do? He had one bad game. All right, okay. Wait, one bad game? Yeah. Which game? Yeah, the Super Bowl. The, the game against the Bucks. Oh. What about the game where he lost fifty-five to forty at home to the Bucks? I mean, teams are allowed game? to lose a game. Or the game where he lost twenty-four to seven to the Forty ers Yes, of course, teams are allowed to lose a game. I agree. But the, is, um, did just, you move Belichick down to six because he lost by seventeen last night? I hope you didn't find no. out about that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what Bill Simmons does. Um, all right, so I, I have McVay number eight. Again, I'm not saying he's not a good coach. And, and is there a big difference between eight and six or whatever? No, but you know, I want to see a guy. The re- I have John Harbaugh at number seven. The reason yeah, I have John I have Harbaugh one spot ahead of Mc- 
Okay. The reason I have Harbaugh ahead of McVay is because Harbaugh has had success year after year after year with Joe Flacco as his quarterback and Lamar Jackson as his quarterback and switching midseason. Like, J- John Harbaugh has had to do more different things, and we've seen him succeed. I mean, right? Harbaugh's now, great. Just... I don't have a problem if you think Harbaugh is better than McVay. I have Harbaugh okay. at three. And I have Frank Reich ahead of McVay. I think Reich has done as much or with much less talent, I oh, think, sh- than uh, McVay's had. Okay. Zimmer, I, Zimmer, and then the top four guys are all guys who have been to multiple Super Bowls. So, Well, that's um, why it's weird to have Zimmer anywhere near these guys. Everyone else has, has made the Super Bowl, right? Well, Every- Reich hasn't. Well, Reich isn't in my right. I have Reich outside my top ten. Yeah. Well, Shanahan hasn't either, Sh- right? Sure. You have him in your top ten. Yeah. Sure. So. Well, he has, but yeah. not as a coordinator. Yeah, well, Zimmer's been to a lot of Super Bowls as a coordinator. He wasn't a defense sure. coordinator for like the Cowboys and, and yeah, whatever. Um, all right, so I have um, all right, so I have John Harbaugh number seven. Baltimore goes to Cincinnati this week. Uh, Ten point favorites on the road, uh, flying high after that big win at home against the Patriots. Any chance that there's any kind of letdown here? No, I don't think so. Yeah, tell me, give me three facts about the new starting quarterback in Cincinnati. I know he went to North Carolina State. I don't watch, okay. a, you know, I watch a million, I watch like three football game, college football games at a time on Sunday, but NC State is never relevant. Like, they don't have a great rival, they don't have like, so I don't, didn't watch a lot of NC State the last couple of years. But I mean, I knew, like, he existed, I think he's a big guy. I don't know anything about Finley. Yeah, uh, neither do I, so we're going to move on. Baltimore, Cincinnati, though, any chance you want to put a billion dollars on this game? What's the number again? Ten. Yeah, that's... Running out of billion-dollar bets. We only have I just don't know. Left. Here's the thing. I don't know how, how – like, the, he might suck. Like, there's no way he's better than Dalton, right? He, the, uh, he's not going to be better than Dalton, correct. It Although, l- w- would, we, would we have said that about Brandon Allen and Joe Flacco? And Brandon Allen had a very good game, and Denver had a pretty easy win. So Yeah, I will, I'll pick the, Raven, the Ravens to cover, but it's not a billion-dollar bet. Okay. Uh, we only have three games left, and neither one of us has spilled our billion yet, so we might have to uh, take another look at that, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number, number seven, Coach. So who's your number seven, Coach? Uh, my number seven coach is uh, Pete Carroll. All right, so I have Pete Carroll number three. You might say it's a little too high. I, w- I mean, you could argue like two to eight is pretty – everyone's pretty close. They're, honestly, the yeah, coaches are very top-heavy. There's like – there's, you know, eight great coaches, four or five really good ones, and then even in my top 16, like I'm not sold on Lynn making it through 2020, you know, Marone. Yeah. I, I like well, again, I think that a little bit of the bloom is off the rose for like Peterson and Tomlin. So to me, I, I have, a, I have a, a, a line separating between eight and nine. And then I have another line at 12, I think. Rivera's the last one. And, and, then, and then from 13 to 18, or, or 13 to 19, I guess, are okay coaches. And then the top, bottom 10 should all be fired. So yeah, 12, uh, yeah, I whatever. agree. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So number, number six is Frank Reich for me. I already said that. Who's your number six? Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Okay, fine. Number five for me is Zimmer. Who's your number five? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. All right. Uh, Andy Reid to me is number two. I just, again, he's been, he's, he, he, he doesn't have the Super Bowls. And his in-game clock management in the last two minutes is lacking. Mm-hmm. But everything else he's done, he just succeeds for 20 years, no matter who you give him, right? Mm-hmm. He succeeded with McNabb, and then he succeeded with, like, 17 different versions of Detmer in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. He succeeded with Alex Smith. He succeeded with Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's looked pretty good with Matt Moore the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, he's, he has these no-name wide receivers that he turns into, like, fleets, just, you know, zooming down the field. So um, I just I have the utmost respect for Andy Reid, and I would really like to see him win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Unless it's at the Vikings' expense, I have him at number two. Um, they're on a buy this week. Oh no, they're playing Tennessee. We already discussed that. All right, uh, number so he's number five for you. Number four for me is Sean Payton. Yeah, I've Payton at four also. Yeah, um, you, you know, a few years ago, people were talking about him getting fired. Obviously, uh, you know, he, he's back in a big way. Uh, Drew Brees is back for the Saints, uh, coming back off a buy. Twelve and a half point favorites in a rivalry game against Atlanta. I am uh, taking these points, and I haven't done it yet, so what the hell. I'm putting a billion dollars on the Falcons. Wow. Is Ryan definitely playing this game? Well, yeah, all right. It's conditional on Matt Ryan playing. Okay. But I think he is. Yeah, I, I like the Falcons to cover if Ryan plays, and if Ryan doesn't, I like the Saints to cover. Yeah. I just I, – I just – I tend to think that – and I'm sure that there's no statistical evidence to support this, but I tend to think that in these rivalry matchups between, like, you know, division rivals, mm-hmm. that it's really hard to blow each other out. And Atlanta still has a very good offense – you know they gave up Muhammad Sunu. They, they can still score. I mean, they had 460 yards against Seattle without with uh, with 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 Matt. You know, number six uh, quarterback two weeks ago. Yeah. So I think I think I think New Orleans will win this game, but I think it'll be like 31 to 22 or something. And so uh, I can sneak in a, a cover there. So mm-hmm. um, there, there's my billion dollars. Um, you still have not made a billion dollar pick with uh, with two games to go. Uh, number oh I see the Jets and Giants, but their coaches are not in our top half, so that's why we haven't got to them yet. So we'll we'll get there soon. But number three, I have Pete Carroll. Who's your number three? Uh, Jim Harbaugh. 
All right. John Harbaugh. John sorry. Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Oh, Jim okay. Harbaugh so is the third best coach in the Big Ten, probably. Yeah, okay. Number two, uh, I have Andy Reid, already said, and you have uh, Sean McVay. And so the number one coach, obviously, for both of us, Bill Belichick. Uh, the two games we haven't discussed, Arizona at Tampa Bay. This is the um, the Bruce Arians Bowl, I guess. Five and a half point spread for Tampa Bay. It's pretty big. I think I'm going to take those points. Yeah, I'll take the points, too. This is the who cares that combo of the week. Though. Yeah. Is Arizona winning or no? Uh, no, Tampa is winning. Okay. So uh, you have to put a billion dollars on the Jets-Giants game, nope. which is not an every- No, I don't. Nope. I do not. My billion dollars this week, I'd like to oh. announce that my billion dollars okay. are taking their talents to University of Minnesota Field, and I'm putting a billion dollars on the Penn State Nittany Lions to cover a touchdown oh. against your Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're going to beat are them by 30. Yes, I yeah. think I am allowed to do that. Okay. I, I mean, wanted to do it last right. week for Notre Dame not to cover 17 and a half against Virginia Tech, and I was so mad that I didn't say it on the podcast when Virginia Tech should have won that game and Notre Dame won in the last-minute run by book. Uh, I'm putting a billion dollars on Penn State, and I, I think I'm going to win. Yeah, no, I, I think you are as well. The, the, the We're also missing that game. It would have been fun to have that game on, but it's an early game. We're going to miss that. It's, noon. it's very disappointing, yeah. I, I'm trying to think, should I do the thing where as soon as Shabbat's over, should I immediately just start watching then? If it was the Vikings, I would do that. I don't care about the Gophers enough. I think you would just switch to the second half, and if it's still close, watch the second half. Look, um, so I'm going to open the game and then start scrolling around. Yeah, that's what I do. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. I got I got a lot to do after Shabbat. There's like a parent-child thing from 6 to 8, then you guys are all coming over. What time are you guys coming over? 8.30? I think 8.30 you said, yeah. 8.30. Okay, all right. Um, all right, so there's your billion dollars. Jets, Giants, though, um, make a pick in this game. So there's no home field advantage for the Jets, obviously. There's going to be more Giants fans there. Tickets are actually real expensive, which shows... So is that, the, is that the case, even though it's Jets season ticket holders who get, this, uh, get all the seats? Yeah, because if the Jets were good, then it would be 50-50, because there's so many more Giants fans. But because okay. the Jets are bad, it's good. The Jets, I mean, Jets fans, why would you go to a game? Like, what has inspired you to go to a game? The, the, the team has quit. The head coach is, is a repulsive human being. Um, the, on, the only thing, you know, so the Giants are favored... Imagine being a home to a one-loss team and being an underdog. Yeah. Uh, the Giants are going to win this game. The Jets suck. Okay. Um, by the way, I just got an email. We dropped uh, 50 spots. I don't know what the, these rankings are in, in, the, in the Apple Podcast sports category. What does that mean? Uh, th- this week. I don't know. We, it says we have a red down arrow, 50 spots. We're down to Do 178. Go, I don't, 178 I don't in what country? I don't know what this is talking about. But anyways, we if got we're a new review, the 178th. Best I'm sure that's not accurate. I don't know. Anyways, the point is we got a new review. Uh, a great duo, it says. Five stars. Mm. Uh, th- but uh, it's from Charlie298A. During the football season, the podcast is primarily devoted to following the NFL. In the offseason, the topics can vary from sports to movies to brand competitions, anything else. I primarily listen just for the interaction between Akiva and Alex. They make you laugh. And then dot, dot, dot. Uh, how do I see the rest of the review? And then. And then. Oh. They make you laugh, and then occasionally you wonder if the latest fight between the two will lead to the end of the podcast. And then they're back next week to entertain you. Keep up the great work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thank you, Charlie. Yeah, um, You still Charlie. made a pick. I want, I want to hear your expert pick, Giants Jets. I said the Giants are going to win and cover. Oh. I wasn't listening. I was uh, reading that review. All right. Um, can I really pick the, the Jets? No, the Jets no, are bad. You know yeah, the Jets are bad. Don't pick right. them. Yeah. All right. So our only two disagreements of the week is you are picking Buffalo and Minnesota. I'm picking Cleveland and... Uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But with not a lot of confidence. All right, Keeve. So uh, that's it for this podcast. We'll be back with a, uh, a patron-only episode this week, uh, probably discussing uh, Wait, let me ask you a question, comments. though. Yeah. Actually, I'll ask it on the patron cast. And that was not, an inti- oh, that was not intended, but we, we need some content for the patron cast, so I have to dive this way. We have a bunch of ideas, but I think we're postponing them a couple weeks because we want to wrap up this. Yeah, yeah, first, yes, so. yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Gotta get the we do have ideas. Plus, yeah, and we've got some listener sending ideas also. All right. All right, Keith. So I will talk to you in a few minutes yeah. on the Patreon episode. All right. Bye. And what comes after certainty? A world of mystery. I stood on the surf in Kauai while my love videoed me. On honeymoon, the passenger is the driver in ecstasy.
God's face on the water. Though plain to see, still hard to read. Well, I never thought I'd make it this far. Little old house, recent model car, and I got the woman of my dreams. An imitation eames, and I signed Willie's guitar. He sang, "Hey, good looking, what you got cooking?" And I signed Willie's guitar when he wasn't looking. Well, I don't believe in fate. I believe in destiny. Whoa, whoa, oh, my destiny is swerving in the road in front of me, drunkenly. When you take responsibility for your own divinity. Certainty. And what comes after certainty? Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.